Welcome to An Epiphany with Tiffany. My name is Tiffany, and this is my podcast. Today is going to be a little bit of a heavier subject. So in my last episode, I talked about communication and, um, you know, needing to kind of have a conversation that I wasn't really looking forward to having. (laughs) And, um, yeah, through that, um, I was able to kind of, (sighs) kind of reflect on what was really going on in my heart. And, while the situation was not ideal, um, you know, and there was, um, issues on both sides, you know, I had to, uh, (laughs) accept what was really my core issue in, in the moment. So we're going to talk about that today. Fair warning, I might cry. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so the topic is envy. And yeah, I think a lot of us, or most of us, struggle with being envious of people. And, you know, or coveting what they have. So I hope that this episode in particular, is a blessing to whoever listens to it. And again, I might cry. I don't know. <sighs> I'm kind of very emotional about, um, very emotional about this. So, anyway. Um, I was talking to a family member of mine about how I've been feeling lately with some stuff that's been going on. And I kind of kept referencing back to all these different scenarios that have happened in the past and going, well, see, this happened then, and then, of course, this is happening now. And, you know, and then I was doing, like, a lot of comparing in the situations. And I admitted to my family member that, you know, I'm like, I'm so jealous. And I know that. But at the same time, blah, 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 blah. Like, just, you know, I kind of laid out all these different comparisons of situations. And she lovingly was like, well, you know, this, obviously, the core issue comes down to the hurt surrounding your singleness. And she was 100% right. So... I, like, immediately started crying as soon as she said that. And I'm like, yep. Yep. <laughs> it's all stemming back to what I've talked about in previous episodes. The fact that I'm still single. And, you know, I don't want to be, but this is where I'm at. So. Yeah, I was very... I wasn't very nice, um, with some of the things I was saying. I mean, you know, I can't, I've already talked about, 
I've already gone about the whole other situation, you know, I've kind of tried to fix all that. So, but in the, you know, in the moment of my being very hurt, I was, you know, not very, not very nice (laughs) because it was just all these, all these deep rooted things that kept presenting itself. And so this family member also talked about, you know, the root of bitterness and what that can do to us as family, as friends, as romantic partners, like whatever the situation may be, what that does to the Christian family. And I'm like, holy crap, that's exactly what is happening because I was so envious and so jealous of this situation, well, one of these situations that's going on. And, you know, I've been struggling with that sin area for a long time. And so it just was like, ha, ah, okay, all these emotions are coming back. Like, I'm just going to be so angry because here I go again. I'm in this situation all over again. And instead of doing what I should have been doing and getting into the word and like lifting that up in prayer, I was just like, ah, <laughs> here I am again. It's always going to be this way. You know, these, this just, this like all or nothing thinking. Right. And, you know, I let that kind of take over for a few days and it was, was no bueno. Um, so just kind of been reflecting on that over the last like 48 hours or so. And so I was like, you know, you need to do, you need to do an episode on envy and well, jealousy and coveting and coveting because, you know, those are kind of, they all kind of wrap up together, you know, right. You're focused on what somebody else has and what you don't. Right. And pretty much all of my friends are married. Um, I only have a couple of single friends and so, you know, it's just, it's just wrapped up in my daily life, right? I have, um, four, well, I have three biological nieces and then one biological nephew, but I have a lot of other friends that have kids. Like I just, you know, they're married and they have kids. So I kind of claimed their kiddos as my nieces and nephews too. So there's a lot of, a lot of kids in my life. (laughs) Um, you know, and I love them. I love them dearly, but it's like, especially around this time of year, cause it's, it's almost Christmas, right? You know, it's the holiday season. This just hits everybody who is single in a whole new way. And you know, just, it sucks for us. It's like, if you have single friends, show them extra love right now. Don't make them feel worse. Anyway, sorry, that was a pedestal, um, that was a soapbox moment, I'm going to get off it now. <laughs> um, you know, but it's the other thing too, is like, if you have a friend that you know, whether they're male or female, right? Um, because let's be honest, guys, I know a lot of you who are in the same boat as I am, you may not just be as vocal about it as I am, so... Um, you know, you can, like, guys will have, individuals, males, will have the same hurts, even if they don't admit it. 
especially those who really, 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 really want to be a husband and a father. <clears throat> anyway, so <laughs> like if you have those individuals in your life and you are a person who is dating or married, like do what you can to reach out to us in this, in this time, like right now, especially during the holiday season, you know, don't make it like, Oh, I'm going to hang out with you cause you're single and I want to make you feel better. No, don't do that. Like, but also try your hardest to make us feel welcome and don't, I'm trying to say this in like a, the right way. So don't, don't make us feel extra single. If that makes any sense at all, like, I mean, I guess I can just speak for me. Like one of the things that's really difficult right now is, you know, like couples talking about, um, I guess just couples talking about, oh, like we're going to get the kids this or, you know, kids this. I mean, I guess this isn't just a holiday season thing. I think it's like, it's hard for us single people to, in some, in some instances, be okay with the other individuals in our life that are in different seasons. Like, obviously we want to hear you guys talking about your children. We want to hear you talking about your relationships and, you know, that kind of stuff. But there also comes like an awareness that I feel like is needed. Um, you know, like maybe, I guess for me, the thing would be, be like, if you want to talk to me about, you know, the kids, or the husband, or the, the, the wife, if we're that close. Um, but like, obviously I'm not talking about drama or issues like that. I'm just saying like, you know, oh, we're going to plan this or we're going to do this or yada, 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 yada. Um, sometimes for me, those things can be difficult to hear because I go, man, I really want that. You know, so on the whole, like communication line of things, you can ask me straight out, like, hey, can I talk to you about this right now? Because, you know, I want to talk to you about it, but if you're not in a good headspace, then I don't want to bring it up, right? So that opens up a line of trust and communication there between the other person and you. So, like, for me, if I'm not in a great headspace, I can tell the other person and say, uh, like, maybe not today, you know, or maybe a little later, like kind of let me pray about some stuff or like, you know, let me kind of work through these feelings right now. And then that also comes back to even if you're in the midst of the conversation and you kind of catch yourself, oh me, kind of catch myself um, going, oh gosh, like, man, this sucks. Like, here we go again. They're talking about all this stuff and I'm over here going, meh, 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 meh. I just want this and I just want that. You know, like I could go, hey, friend, I'm really struggling in this moment. Can we just kind of put a pin in this conversation and let me get my head and my heart right? I mean, just think about how different things would be if we could be that open and honest with each other in the moment, right? Instead of me sitting there going, 
like, well, my friends are going on this vacation and they're, you know, couples and they got kids and I'm not going or I wasn't invited, you know, because my, my thought process, here's the God honest truth. My thought process is, oh, I didn't get invited because I'm single. That is honestly what it feels like. And while that often, more often than not, is not, more often than not, is, isn't correct thinking, right? You know, that's still how it comes off. That's still how I personally interpret it. And I know that's a me problem (laughs) that I need to work on. But, you know, it's just those, like those things come up. And so if I sat down with people and was like, Hey, you know, I don't really want to hear about your vacation right now. Obviously I wouldn't say it like that. I would say it in a nicer way. (laughs) You know, I, could we please not talk about this right now because I'm struggling with feelings of jealousy or feelings of envy or feelings of whatever, right? then that just kind of squashes it. That no longer allows the enemy to have that foothold. Right? Like you are automatically taking the power out of the enemy's hands and allowing yourself to process and have open and honest communication with that person. And now, however they respond, that's on them right? That's not a you thing. That is a them thing. And so if they don't respond in the right, in like a love honoring way to you, you know, because they get set upset or whatever, that's, that's on them. You did, or I did, <laughs> um, what I needed to do in that situation. I was open and honest and communicated. Now, again, if it doesn't go the right way, that's still something, or the way that you want it to go, that's still something that you guys can talk about, like, in a different scenario, right? You just kind of got to let that, let that ride instead of letting the dissension and, um, discords, discord. No, that's not right. That's an app. Um, (laughs) um, yeah, the dissension and divide. There we go. That's another word. Um, divide to continue to come between you. So, um, that's just kind of something that I want to continue to work on. So I'm going to put that out there in in the world and uh, hope that I can continue to do that. So anyways, I wanted to just kind of read a few, uh, verses that talk about envy. I looked them up and prepped for this one a little bit. Um, as far as the verses were concerned. <laughs> All right. So Proverbs fourteen thirty says, A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. So envy literally rots our bones. Yes, I know that this is a proverb and stuff, but let's be honest. If you are super envy, envious of somebody and very bitter about different situations, that will eventually physically affect you physically because if you have that much emotion welled up inside you 
it's going to take its toll physically, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, right? All four. It's going to take, it's going to take its toll. And, you know, we don't, we don't pay attention to that a lot. You know, like this last couple, like last week or so, I've been so tired, like so tired. And it is really because of the fact that I've been so upset about this situation. Um, so anyway, just kind of, you know, something to be aware of it. It will eventually take its physical effect. Okay, let me switch to the other passage I'm trying to find. Flip in the Bible. Where is it? One minute. <laughs> okay. Um, so in Romans, actually Romans 13, 11 through 14, I'm just going to read this passage um it does talk about envy but the the few verses itself you kind of need the context right so it says and do this knowing the time that now is high is high time to awake out of sleep for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed the night is far spent the day is at hand therefore let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry or drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. So that's the huge thing right there, right? Like envy and strife and all those other things that were just mentioned are the lust of the flesh. Like, if we're envious and we're jealous and, you know, whatever other emotions we've got going on, anger, we're living in the flesh in those moments. We are not allowing Christ to live through us. We are focused too much on what I can get, what I don't have, you know, just all those other things, right? Like, we're not walking in the light. We're walking in darkness. We are allowing the enemy to have that foothold in our life. We are, you know, basically we have taken back control. We have, you know, said in maybe not so many words, but basically like, God, you just, you don't get it. You will never understand. I'm going to take control back and, you know, screw it. Right. That, (laughs) that's kind of how I am. So, you know, that it's just not, it's not beneficial to the family and as, as the family, do it for the family. Okay. Sorry. That was a fast furious reference. Anyway, uh, (laughs) like the, the family and the body of Christ, right? It's not beneficial for anybody, especially ourselves to act that way and to be struggling with those feelings. Now, I am not negating the fact that those feelings are real at all, obviously, because I deal with them. They're very real. But they are my flesh. They are not my spirit. So that's just kind of like the point of that that passage. Or the point of why I wanted to share that passage. <clears throat> okay. 
well, and the next passage <laughs> is First uh, Corinthians thirteen. I can, I used to be able to say this like verbatim without looking at it, but I don't want to screw it up, so I'm gonna just read it. So though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I am known. And now abide faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. So, most weddings, right, will recite the passage and talk about how important it is for marriage to be built on this kind of love. But something that I've always tried to remind myself is normal family and friend relationships should also be built on this kind of love. This should be the basis of how we deal with everything. You know, we shouldn't be envious. We shouldn't, um, we should bear together or bear one another's burdens together, right? We should love each other that way. We should not be rude to each other. You know, we should not provoke anybody um, because it's just not love. We should rejoice in the truth. So when somebody confesses something or you know, is speaking just the truth in general, we should rejoice in that and, you know, not get like upset if somebody is speaking love and truth into your life and, you know, they're doing it in a loving way. That's the important part, not coming at it going like, well, you should do this. You know, like with my family member, she was speaking in love with her confronting of (laughs) like how I was handling the situation so you know that that is what real love is that is what godly love is that is what we should have for each other so just kind of you know something to think about with that that passage in particular that you know, if we're not loving each other that way, regardless of if we're in a romantic relationship or not, then what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, 
that it's just a waste. Honestly, it is just a waste if we are not able to love each other that way. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of some of the verses I wanted to touch on, uh, in particular with this topic. But the other one, obviously, is like, you know, Exodus, where, um, Moses and the law and the Ten Commandments, there we go, (laughs) uh, I'm tired, my brain, (laughs) okay, the Ten Commandments, you know, where it talks about to not covet another, so, that's just, it's very important, obviously, God put it in the law, now, we are technically, um, not under the law anymore as Christians, but, that doesn't mean that we can't take into consideration how important the law really is. Not living like a legalistic life, obviously, but paying attention to our emotions, how we're responding to different things. Am I, you know, envious of this? Am I coveting this person? Um, uh, so in my other in my other podcast episode where I was talking about words and how you can speak blessings or curses. My cousin actually touched on that too. (laughs) So that was kind of funny. It was like a big slap in the face. Um, anyway, but so that whole, um, part where you can either speak death or life, right? So the law talks about do not murder. You know, and everybody interprets that with don't kill somebody. But if you kind of look at it in the aspect of how our words can also cause death in the spiritual sense. And we're using our tongue for evil. Then I know, I know that it's a physical murder, right? Like you're not supposed to physically murder, but I, this might be a stretch, but it might not be like. I feel like you could easily say that you have committed the sin of murder if you are causing division among believers with your tongue because that's what's causing the death. You're causing division. You're causing issues among the body of Christ and that's where the spiritual, you know, issues come in because yes, I don't believe that you can lose your salvation, but I feel like you can, um, cause so many issues within the body with how we talk to each other and the things we say and our lack of forgiveness and you know etc right that you can be very ineffective for Christ and isn't that our whole goal isn't that all we're supposed to be doing is you know seeking the kingdom of God and bringing people to the kingdom if we have issues among each other and we have all this stuff we're not going to do that. We're not going to be effective in that goal, in that pursuit. We can't be because we have these issues. So again, this is a big issue for myself specifically. I do not like being single. I will admit it again. I do not like being single. Um, but that is where I'm at. And, you know, I need to work on me 
so that I can be a better wife to somebody. Like I need to, I need to be a better friend. I need to be a better sister. I need to be a better aunt. And the only way for me to get there is to pick this up on the daily. I'm holding up my Bible, (laughs) um, you know, to pick this up and get in it and pray about how I'm really feeling. Um, you know, get, be honest with the people that are in my life about how I'm feeling and how they receive that. That's on them. If they don't receive it, well, again, that's on them. So my, um, cousin actually gave an example that her pastor was talking about with a draw bridge, a draw bridge. So you know how with that scenario, one side of the bridge goes up one way and then the other side of the bridge goes up the other way. And when they are connected, you know, they meet in the middle, right? So then, you know, cars can drive across them and stuff. So if you think of yourself as one side of the job bridge and your family member or friend or husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, right? The other person as the other side of the job bridge and you put down your job bridge side and let them know how you're feeling in this situation, whatever it may be, right? And they don't move. That's on them. You did your part. You let them know what, like how you were feeling about a specific situation and, you know, and you pray about it, right? So you did your part. You laid down your bridge. If they don't lay down their side of the bridge, that's on them. You still honored God. If you did it in a God honoring way, I'm not talking about yelling and going all crazy. Um, you know, but you did it in a God honoring way, right? And if they're still stuck in whatever they got going on, that's on them. That is not on you. That is not your thing to hold. That's also something that I've struggled with a lot. Um, you know, so that representation of the, of the drawbridge was like, whoa, mind blown. Because, you know, we just, we often get stuck on that too. Like when we kind of, when we go up to somebody and say, hey, I feel this way, blah, 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 right? Again, situations are different. And then they don't reciprocate or they, you know, just ignore how you're feeling or whatever, then that becomes a different kind of hurt, right? So then we get wrapped up in that again. And then we can also sin in that, in that anger or whatever. So when you come to people, you got to come to each other in love. And in very prayerfully, because again, not every situation is going to work out how we feel like it should. So anyway, (laughs) I hope that is, you know, very understandable. Um, so that you guys can kind of like grasp where I've come from. I'm so happy I didn't cry. (laughs) Um, you know, I prayed before starting this, this recording. Um, but yeah, I just... I've been so emotional. I cried way too much yesterday. Um, just kind of off and on. And anyway, you know, crying is a good thing. Crying is releasing it, right? And so, yeah, I really hope that this has touched somebody. I hope that, you know, you can be kind. (laughs) If you're listening to this, um, you know, but also, like, I want to hear other people's stories. So if you're listening to this or watching, like, bits and pieces of the video that I've just recorded, too, like, let me know. 
let me know if this is you and let's talk about it because I really think again the more open we are with each other about our struggles the less the devil can do right the less hold the devil has all right I'm gonna get out of here I got some other things to do but again I just hope that this has touched somebody and let me also know like if there's anything you guys need prayer for because I'm trying to get back into praying more consistently. So, um, and if I have other things to pray for, I tend to do a little bit better. (laughs) All right. Well, I love you all. Have a blessed day.